This month's book review is for the book Taking Back Astronomy, written by Jason Lyle. I have divided this book review into three parts. Part two looks at chapter two and three. What is the book about? The back cover says the following. This book is meant to be an introduction only, a starting point to a biblical worldview of the universe. Who knows what amazing truths are waiting to be discovered if only the shackles of secular thinking are removed? Now is the time of discovery. Take a breathtaking look at the universe in this comprehensive guide to the heavens. Sit back and explore the world at your fingertips in this book, which explains the scale and size of the universe that is hard for our minds to imagine, yet can indicate the master's hand at work. Over 50 full-color, rarely seen pictures of stars, nebulae, and galaxies. Filled with facts that challenge secular theories and models of the universe, how it began, and how it continues to amaze the scientific community. Explores numerous evidences that point to a young universe, magnetic poles of planets, the spiral shape of galaxies, comets, and how long scientists think they can last, and much more. With a doctorate in astrophysics from the University of Colorado, Dr. Jason Lyle is your guide to the universe behind our world in this remarkable book. Step out among the stars and experience the truly awesome power of God through this glimpse of vast creation. The front cover has the subheading, The Heavens Declare Creation and Science Confirms It. This heading speaks volumes. It encompasses the whole idea behind the book. Science has become a tool for evolutionists to bend and manipulate in order to try and disprove the existence of God and his creation. This book's aim is to take astronomy back by using the foundation of truth, the word of God, on what we see, what God has created. Jason Lyle asks familiar questions such as, what is the purpose of our existence? How did this world come about? What happens when we die? Why is there death and suffering? How should we live? He explains the difference between a worldview based on the wisdom of man and the biblical worldview that has its foundation on the Bible, the Word of God. Lyle explains that it comes down to a choice. We can choose to base our beliefs on the Word of God, the divine being who created the universe and who was there, or the speculations of man. Lyle uses chapter 2 to explore the passages of scripture which touch upon the topics of astronomy and astrophysics. The first topic is the Earth's shape. Lyle references the Bible's declaration that the Earth is round. In Isaiah 40.22, which starts with, It is he who sits above the circle of the Earth. Job 26.10 says, He drew a circular horizon on the face of the waters, at the boundary of light and darkness. Lyle introduces us to the term terminator and explains 
how it is the boundary between light and darkness. This relates to sunrise and sunset and fits in with a round earth. Lyle gives us information regarding the terminator of the moon and explains why it is impossible to have these terminators and a flat earth. I really like Lyle's reference to Job 26.7, which says, The earth literally hangs on nothing. I know it, but it's a fact I simply cannot grasp. Lyle covers the topic of an expanding universe, referencing Isaiah 40.22. Good illustrations are provided, and there is a section on Hubble's law and how it could signify an expanding universe. Lyle backs up this information with physics, but more importantly, he backs it up with scripture. There is a fascinating section on the conservation of mass energy. Important concepts about mass and energy are explained and their references in scripture given. John 1.3, Genesis 2.2, Hebrews 1.3, Colossians 1.17. I really like how Lyle refers to miracles in this section and how they do not conform to the law of physics. Another section, the number of stars, provides mind-blowing information in a simple format along with scripture verses. Lyle points to how many stars astronomers thought there were in AD 50, how many modern science says there are, and how many the Bible says there are in Genesis 32:12. Lyle goes through concrete examples of how orderly the universe is and how nature conforms to logical, mathematical relationships set in place by the Lord. All this is covered in a section called The Ordinances of Heaven and Earth, and he references Jeremiah 33.25 and Isaiah 40.26. Lyle looks at how the law of gravity suggests a lawgiver, stating, Many laws of nature depend on other laws, which depend on still others, and so on. Ultimately, there must be a foundational set of principles which exist for no other reason than that God has so decreed. Ultimately, the fundamental laws of nature require a lawgiver. In the section Astronomy Confirms the Bible, Lyle reflects on how secular astronomy has come to line up with the Bible, but there remains areas with a number of differences. I like his conclusion, the Bible will prevail time again, as it always has in the past. Chapter 3 is an in-depth chapter on the age of the universe, which Lyle refers to as a point of dispute between the Bible and the opinion of the majority of astronomers today. I have a question. Have you ever computed the age of the universe from information given in Scripture? I did it about a year ago, when I was following a Bible study course. It was a fascinating exercise. I highly recommend you do it. Lyle gives us details about how the information provided in the Bible can be used to calculate the age of the universe. I second that. Lyle asks the following question. Why is it that so many scientists choose to ignore the recorded history of the Bible and instead believe in a vastly inflated age of the universe? To answer this question, Lyle looks at concepts such as circular reasoning, the belief in evolution, 
the Big Bang Theory. Speaking of the Big Bang Theory, Lyle points out that there are Christians who have compromised their belief by trying to combine the Genesis account with the Big Bang Theory. He provides a clear diagram on the outcome of the world according to scripture and according to the Big Bang Theory to illustrate why they cannot be combined. Adding to the concept list, he looks at uniformitarianism, easy to say, the belief that most things in the world today were formed at the same rates that we see operating in the world today. Naturalism, the belief that nothing exists outside of nature. And the distant star problem, the amount of time it takes for light to travel from galaxies to the Earth. Lyle reflects on how some Christians have attempted to compromise what the Bible states, such as trying to add billions of years to creation by supporting a theory called day-age, which Lyle does an excellent job of proving incorrect using scripture. You can read about the day-age theory and Lyle's comparison of this theory and biblical teaching on pages 51 to 53. Lyle uses the rest of chapter 3 to prevent facts about the universe that clearly point to a young universe, around 6,000 years old. However, Jason Lyle stresses that the biggest evidence for a young universe is the Word of God. So the information he presents is not intended to prove that the Bible is right about the universe, because as the Bible is true, the information speaks for itself. Lyle gives both simple and more in-depth information, explaining why certain factors all point to a young universe. The factors mentioned are the recession of the moon, the magnetic field of the earth, the magnetic field of the planets, spiral galaxies, and comets. Lyle says, these factors are all consistent, fully consistent with the biblical age of the universe and are difficult to reconcile with the belief in billions of years. Lyle concludes with, the Bible is the revealed word of the creator, God, who knows everything and has given us an accurate account of history. Lyle ends chapter 3 with amazing pictures of nebulae that left me with the thought of how all of the wonders of the universe will be at our disposal to study for an eternity. Revelation 22.17 says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. How amazing is that? A universe and an eternity with God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, at no cost for us. Praise the Lord. I bought Taken Back Astronomy on www.booktepository.com. Next month, we will be reviewing the last two chapters. Thank you for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.